Close USA. Angry, pissed off American podcast radio. And your host, your voice of reason during times of treason, the angry one. Jeff Kaufman. Yeah. It's all right, all right. Sit down, sit down. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank America, how are you doing on this fine, wonderful, freaky Saturday evening? I thought I would do a late night episode. Late night. Hope you're doing well. Hope everything's going groovy for you. It's fucking wonderful. I hope you're doing just fucking fabulous. Capital F. Fabuloso. Whatever the fuck you're doing, I hope you're having a good fucking time. Hope your wealth uh, is increasing by the abundance under Donald Trump. Hey! Alright, so I'm a little confused, okay? I need a little help. Okay, alright. If I vote for Donald Trump, I get Joe Biden. But if I vote for Joe Biden, I get Donald Trump. Huh. I mean, I, help me out here. According to Trump, if I vote for Joe Biden, I'm getting him. But if I vote for him, I'm getting Joe Biden. I mean, that was my takeaway. His uh, acceptance speech, hilarious. You know, I I already kind of talked about the RNC, but I don't think I talked about it enough. I had to revisit a few things. Yeah. His acceptance speech was fucking hilarious. I say that because it's true. I was very proud of all those Americans in the background that were booing while he uh, sat there on his stage, getting more and more angry as it went. I found it kind of funny. I I skipped. I mean, I I literally just did not want to watch any of the RNC to begin with. Was not interested in the RNC. Did not watch 90% of the RNC. Why? Because I knew what from the first few moments of watching it, what I was getting into. I, 
I knew from the pageantry and everything I saw from the RNC. I knew from what I was watching and what I was witnessing was not what I wanted to take part of. And I watched bits and pieces of it and then I kind of like, I was like, enough, I'm, I'm done. And then I caught some highlights. I looked a little, you know, like, hell yeah. But the one thing I missed, which I'm kind of upset at myself for, was the totality of his acceptance speech. It's scary. Listening to those people protest and listening to him trying to defend himself from it. How angry he was. He's angry at the people of this country. And now the propaganda machines are in full drive. I mean, they're full throttle, baby. They're in they're in fourth, flipping the fifth. They're getting ready to just fucking take off, baby. They're already going 500 miles an hour trying to keep up with this fucking dipshit. Now it's imperative that they do damage, damage control. He's pushing his poll numbers. He's pushing his ratings. He's pushing, pushing all these numbers and, you know, self-gradatory fucking uh, words and, you know, just... Just a typical Trump bullshit. Typical, typical Trump bullshit. But it's in desperation. His acceptance speech solidified with a lot of Americans what the fuck is wrong with Donald Trump. And in my mind, everything he's bloating himself over now and bragging about the little braggart that he is everything that he's doing right now is because he knows he's losing and he's going to use whatever he can to fuel the idea into America's mind that he's going to win I don't think he's going to win and the only way he could win is to rig it and if he already knows he's going to rig it he's going to push the narrative that man he's just kicking ass in the polls and he's winning he's going to win no matter what happens he's going to win He's going to win because he's setting up the avenue for deniability. We'll talk about it in a little bit. We'll talk about a little more about this in just a moment. I got to go into the store here real quick and get some doodads. This is Danger Close USA.
longer surprised at anything Donald Trump says. But I'm a little taken back by the anger and undertone when he's getting frustrated by a little more than someone, well, a few thousand people booing him in the background, jeering against him, however you want to word it, protesting. I think it was very brave of those Americans to stand outside of the gates of the White House and raise their voice, try to raise their voice above his. I think it shows you where we are in this country. I think it's a good example of where we are in this country. No matter how loud you are or how quiet your voice, no matter if you can't drown out the sound of a chipmunk squealing, <laughs> as long as you are exercising your right to protest, to raise your voice, It shouldn't really anger anybody, especially the President of the United States. He's there to support your right to protest, even if it's against him. He doesn't accept that. He doesn't accept it that that's your right. He takes it as an attack. He views it as, well, just he views it like something he just doesn't want. <laughs> Lord forbid that Americans should stand up to the President of the United States and voice their opinion. Lord forbid. And I think it's I think it's interesting to note that He only compounds the problem. He doesn't try to address the issues. He doesn't cut to the root of the the problems in this country as far as why are people protesting, even though if they're protesting him or another death of a black American, no matter what we're protesting, it seems to bother him that we even are able to do it. We should just be the silent servants we are, the silent slaves in the background, the nobodies. I tell you something, the only way you matter to Donald Trump is if your bank account is almost as big as his. He's only interested in talking to the wealthy and the rich. He's proven that. He has no empathy. He has no empathy. He doesn't even seem to have any concern. And how treacherous the act by these media companies building a case for the reason why someone could get shot seven times in the back. They're demonizing him to the core. He has a warrant out for his rest all of a sudden. It's funny how it takes days for that information to come out instead of the police officer or someone speaking for the police department didn't bring it up at the time. 
especially the sheriff, with his first press conference that he had, would have been a good moment to bring up such horrible fucking bullshit. But he didn't. And they wait. And they wait. And they give it almost a week, and all of a sudden he had a warrant out for his arrest. He was resisting arrest. We tased him twice to no effect. Tase me. I'm sure it'll have an effect. Next they'll say he was enraged on drugs. They found blood. They found drugs in his alcohol and alcohol in his blood and, and blah for the fucking blood. They painted him in the corner as you know, no longer the victim. Now he's the troublemaker. Now he's the criminal. I read a post in the New York Post. The New York Compost, whatever you want to call it. And uh, excerpts from the uh, reason why he had a warrant issued against him. Sexual assault. Here's the thing. I don't give a fuck. I really don't. What someone has a warrant out for. I don't give a shit. They have a warrant out for mass murder. They gotta make it to the fucking jailhouse first. And make it to court first. Make it to a hearing first. To be found guilty and sentenced. Is that not how this country works? But now, if you have a warrant out for your arrest, that could mean your death sentence. Because this justifies why that officer did what he did. This justifies why the officer pulled the trigger seven times into a young man's back. The narrative, the excuse, is appalling. Someone tried to say that he was going to try to hurt his children. His children were in the back seat. He opened the front seat. At no point in one time in any shape or form did he turn towards his children with a, some knife that they, he said he carried. I saw pictures, stills from the video. It's very, very hard to make out. It looks like a pair of sunglasses in his hand. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right. I don't know. I wasn't there. They said that he also ha- headlocked a police officer prior to the, being shot. Again When is the life of a black man Going to be worth more than a handful of excuses When are we going to accept That our justice system needs reform I said it before I don't think we should defund the police But I think We need to do something Because What we're doing isn't enough If it's training uh, Anybody can pass a test Especially in some of these areas My god Oh you're Jim Brown something You passed What we need to do Is make sure they're not just getting adequate training But adequate testing On a monthly basis to defund the police doesn't make a whole lot of sense because we kind of actually need them, you know, huh? But I think, you know, if the police have a score, that's my idea. Maybe someone will listen. Every sheriff's department, police department in the world has to keep a score. Just like every restaurant has to keep a health score, the police department should be able to keep a score too. And that score is in relation to the funds that they receive. And if they have a low score, they get a low amount of funding. I don't know. It's just an idea. 
but they should not be able to have fucking armored vehicles. They should not be policed into the or militarized. They're supposed to be the police, not the militarized police. There's a fine line there. I mean, do they need an armored SWAT vehicle? I can go along with that. Do they need ten of them and, a, and three Humvees and a gas a gas tank, whatever a tank that fires gas around? Supposedly that's all it fires. Is that is that what a police department's supposed to have? I mean, does that make sense to you? Is that is that how it's supposed to work? I think when people say defund, I think they mean to definance some of these programs that they're using that are no good. I mean, I literally, I've been to sheriff's departments where armored vehicles that they bought 15 years ago are still sitting in the same spot with grass growing around them. They don't need them except for an emergency. Then why do they even do they practice upkeep? It's the point. We live in a nation, any country that spends more time or money, or let me, blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to be able to do it word for word, but I'm going to do it the best I can remember. Any country that spends more money on military might unless on social betterment is fundamentally doomed. That rings true. Any country that does spend more money on militarizing their police, more money on their military than the very people, the backbone of this country, is fundamentally fucked. That's the best way I can put it. I'm a white guy. What do you want? Look, love my country, love everything about this country. We're not going to get Joe Biden if we vote for Trump, and we're not going to get Trump if we vote for Joe Biden. We're going to get Joe Biden if we vote for Joe Biden. We're going to get four more years of fucking Trump if we vote for Trump. My ass is voting for Joe Biden. This is Danger Close USA, Angry Pissed Off American Podcast Radio. If you like my show, please share it. If you don't want to share it, you want to donate, go ahead. Use PayPal. It's RustyIronJohnson at gmail.com. That's RustyIronJohnson, RustyIronJohnson at gmail.com. And I appreciate you tuning in. God bless America. Don't forget to vote. Don't forget. It's important. Enjoy my show. Pass it around. I'd really appreciate it. You know I would. This is your host, Jeff Kaufman, your voice of reason during times of treason. Have a good night, America. Hoo-wah.